Welcome to the Happy Hormones podcast to explore the crucial role hormonal balance can play in your physical and emotional health and some of the ways that balance can be restored. I'm joined by Dr. Ghazala Aziz Scott from the Marion Gluck Clinic. Let's just start with the absolute basics. What are hormones and what do they regulate? So hormones are chemicals that are found in our body. There are many different types of hormones and they are essentially the chemical messengers of the body. So they send signals from different parts of the body, from the brain to different organs to perform their functions. And they are very delicately regulated and all the hormones essentially interact with each other and it's a fine, delicate balance. And what is it that can potentially upset that balance? Is it a natural process of ageing or do lifestyle issues affect hormonal balance as well? Well, all of those things, really. Um, I mean, there are several different hormonal systems in the body. Um, and the ones that affect your sex hormones, it's, it's an axis that comes from your brain, So from your hypothalamus, which is an organ in the brain, and it influences the pituitary gland. And then the pituitary gland um, sends out hormone messengers to stimulate your ovaries and your adrenal glands to produce estrogen and progesterone and testosterone. And also your adrenal glands produce other hormones such as um, DHEA and cortisol. And cortisol is released in response to stress. So sometimes when people are having a lot of stressful life events, their cortisol levels go up. And if the body is having to manufacture a lot of cortisol, very often we have this effect called the cortisol steel, where the body will produce cortisol in preference to the sex hormones. So very often then people experience imbalance in their sex hormones when they're under a lot of stress. I mean, as well as affecting your sex drive what other kind of major parts of the body's function is affected by hormones um so i mean i think we'll we'll have to talk specifically about certain hormones so when we're thinking about estrogen estrogen is important for many different hormone uh, functions in the body it's important for temperature regulation blood flow regulation it's important for your cardiovascular health your bone density tissue elasticity collagen production it It helps your mood by regulating serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter that's produced in the brain. Um, So it has many different functions. So um, it it, it has all of these functions. But as uh, people age, and specifically when women enter the perimenopause, which is the period leading up to the menopause, and this can last for several years, um, this is when estrogen levels fluctuate and decline. So um, that there are th- uh, three. The, there are about three hundred different cells in the body that have estrogen receptors. So you can imagine if those cells are not getting the estrogen that they need, this can have a very profound effect on all systems of the body. So you know, before people thought, well, estrogen is just involved in your sex hormones. It's just about your periods. But actually, we now know that estrogen is a very powerful hormone that has very widespread effects in the whole body. And so, one of the podcasts we're going to uh, talk about is um, the long-term benefits of hormone replacement in um, uh, for, for your general health. And, and of course, from what you're saying, hormones aren't just something that women should be worried about. It, 
hormonal imbalance can affect men as well? Oh, no, totally, totally. So, um, you know, we, I mean, specifically, we're talking about the female sex hormones here. At the Marion Gluck Clinic, we also deal with male hormone imbalances. So the majority, all women will go through the menopause, but a significant number of men also go through something that's called the andropause, um, where there is um, deficiency in their testosterone levels and also DHEA, which is a precursor to the sex hormones um, that is produced in the adrenal glands. And men also have um, low levels of estrogen and progesterone as well. And females also have low levels of testosterone. So both men and women have all of the sex hormones, but in different um, at different levels. Um, and in fact, I think it's, you know, we see a lot more testosterone deficiency um, than we used to. And I think, you know, largely people have got very stressful lifestyles these days. And um, I think it's, this is reflected in people's hormonal health and balance. What's been this sort of traditional approach over the years in medicine towards hormones? Um, well, when we're thinking about the sex hormones, um, I mean, bioidentical hormones that we do at the Marion Gluck Clinic, I mean, they've been around for a long, long time. Um, but the fashion for HRT has gone in waves. And it was actually in the 60s when um, uh, they, they realized that you could synthesize um, hormones that were similar to the bioidentical hormones that we could get um, and drug companies could then patent them and uh, manufacture them and make huge profits. So a lot of the um, HRT that we had earlier on uh, was actually manufactured and um, uh, one of the compounds that was manufactured was Premarin which is the, from, from, uh, the urine from pregnant mares so it's actually estrogen derived from horse urine. Um, and actually, we now know that it had quite a lot of other toxic byproducts that were contained in it that could cause quite a lot of side effects. Um, so, uh, you know, and so then in um, when I first qualified as a GP, um, you know, HRT was really in fashion and they realized that it had long term benefits for women's health, both cardiovascular and for osteoporosis. So, you know, we were encouraged to put women on it. Um, but the uh, the treatments we were giving were largely oral estrogens. And actually, we've now um, found that the risk with oral estrogens um, causing side effects is far greater than transdermal estrogens, which is um, what actually now the fashion is much more. Uh, you know, we've realized that transdermal estrogens are the safest like way. Yeah, it's the safest way to deliver estrogens. Mm. Um, so, so it's a, it's a, it's an area of of medicine which has had its fashions and its controversies. Definitely, definitely. And it was actually um, in two thousand and two uh, there was this massive study in the states called the Women's Health Initiative, and actually it was very, very poorly designed. A lot of the women who were recruited on it were actually postmenopausal; they'd been menopausal for a number of years. They were already. Um, not medically that fit. They had uh, problems with obesity, blood pressure, and they were recruited onto this uh, project to um, look at the long-term effects of hormone replacement. And actually, uh, the, the study was stopped prematurely because a lot of people were getting um, serious uh, side effects like breast cancer and strokes. Um, and actually, um, you know, this ricochets through the whole medical profession. And there's a whole generation of doctors who, you know, it's deeply embedded in their minds that HRT is bad. 
Um, so for a long, long time, you know, women were were advised not to take HRT unless they absolutely had to. Um, and then even re- up to recently, and it would be, well, only use it for five to 10 years. And they found there was a very sl- slight increased risk of breast cancer um, if you take it for 10 years or more. But having said that, you know, without HRT, a lot of women have such debilitating symptoms. And even things like breast cancer, they're quite multifactorial. They're, you know, they're influenced by diet, your exercise, your lifestyle. Um, your um, Obesity is a far greater risk factor for breast cancer than taking HRT. So, you know, if, you, if you're feeling awful, if you don't have any energy, you're getting night sweats, you don't sleep at night, you're not going to feel like exercising. So it's harder to keep a good body weight. We're going to drill into some of the specifics in, in, in the episodes, but I must ask you, there's a term you mentioned, bioidentical hormones, which is something that you and your colleagues practice. In very lay terms, what is it? So bioidentical hormones are hormones that they are synthesized in a lab, but the structure of those hormones, so the estrogen, progesterone, the testosterone and DHEA we produce um, at the specialist pharmacy at the Marion Gluck Clinic, they are totally identical in structure to your body. So they're not from pregnant horse's urine, which is not the same structure. They're not synthetic progestogens, which are called progesterones, which are called progestogens. They are totally identical in structure to the hormones that we produce in our body. And they come from plant sources. So they come from um, Mexican yams. It's a relief from the horse's point of view. Um, but just, just to kind of wrap this up, from what you've seen, presumably the right sort of hormonal treatment can have a really big impact on somebody's oh, life. Oh, huge. Absolutely huge. This is why I absolutely love working in this area of medicine because, um, you know, it is a game changer. So starting women in the perimenopause or in the menopause on appropriate bioidentical hormone replacement therapy, giving them the support and the education they need, and then monitoring their treatment can be so beneficial. And it is very, very satisfying We'll drill into the specifics. We're going to do uh, shows around the perimenopause, the long-term effects of HRT, and also address some of the, the concerns that you've mentioned around HRT, and also look at things from a bloke's point of view uh, in terms of the andropause and men's health. That's, that's in the other episodes. Thanks for your time. <laughs>